everybody. I'm Chris. I'm Adrian. And I'm Jimmy. And welcome to World Viewfinder. You forgot the name of the podcast. <laughs> I almost said the old name of the podcast. But uh, no, so this is episode two. People were a little bit confused because we had episode zero, yeah. which I think we're going to repost because the sound was yeah, off. It was, so pilot there's episode. the whole thing. Our pilot episode. And now we've got a new setup. That's we're, true. We're just experimenting, yeah. trying new things. We don't know. We're we're gonna try to post weekly now instead of every other week. We'll see how that goes. The, the demand is so high. We had to switch right off. So it might be a little bit shorter episodes, but we're gonna try to do that way. We can cover more content. That's true. Though. More stuff. That's what we want. Um, but yeah, today we're gonna be talking about uh, Super Mario Brothers. Some weird stuff in Florida, as always. Um, Jimmy, you saw a great movie this week. Oh, it was incredible. And. <laughs> There's a new song out by the Jonas Brothers. Who doesn't love them? Have. The year so. 3000. <laughs> so we'll talk about all that. But first, thanks to all of you. Because no, we've gotten several good like yeah. feedback again. Good feedback. And so True. just uh, had friends text me. We had good comments on our stuff. But yeah, but the more that you comment on our, on our thing, the more that gets recognized. Yes, and... make sure you follow us on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Worldview.finder. Mm-hmm. Worldview.finder. And yep. then we're on uh, Apple iTunes podcast or whatever. Everywhere you consume podcasts. Yeah. More or less. Not all the weird ones. And YouTube. You can watch our videos. That's true. You can watch it. Yeah. If you're listening and you want to see our weird faces. faces. So, all right. We all saw the Super Mario Brothers movie? We yes. did. Okay. Together, actually. What? Just no, kidding. We, we didn't did it together. <laughs> we saw it together separately. Um, That's true. So, I, thoughts. I mean, it was. I, I loved it. I so, mean, I had fun watching it. Well, yeah, it was fun. Yes. I would say it was, oh, I don't think there's going to be too many spoilers because there's not really much to spoil, but. No, uh, there really isn't. Mario dies. It was. <laughs> it, it Eight was, times. Which, just like. He's living his ninth life. No. Mario, I, they didn't do anything with that, though, because that, yeah. that was one of the things about the Mario That's Brothers true. games, like. He dies all the time in those games. But... Yeah, but they did kind of mention it. They were like, what happens when I die? And he's like, a little cloud. Oh, no, wait. Is that? I don't remember that's that part. From, that's from the SNL skit. Oh. I'm getting them mixed up. It's so <laughs> a little bit different. There's also an SNL skit about Mario Kart, and it's awesome. So, uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, I'd say this movie was low on plot, high on nostalgia. That's so how much nostalgia. Yes, people. oh, that's perfect. <laughs> because, that is perfect. Yeah. Because... I mean, like the music, the uh, oh, there's like, so many Easter the characters, all the characters. Yeah, yeah. So, Jimmy, you're a little bit younger than us, uh, a little bit. Yeah. So, but Thank did you Chris. grow up playing Mario? I didn't grow up playing Mario, but Mario was I was kind of in the realm of uh, media at the time, and then I did play. I got a Switch the last couple of years, so well, I I was a big Mario fan. A Mario, Mario. But, but, but the guy that did the voice was in there a couple times, like the real, oh, really? the yes. real voice of Mario. Yeah, which I didn't realize. realize. Was it Chris Pratt? He was the dad. Not Chris my Mario. Pratt wasn't wasn't he Mar- Mario's dad? Say not my Mario. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I think he was Mario's dad, right? I think Uh-oh. so. Yeah. He, and the, some other characters that walk by oh, okay. and just say the "It's me" or whatever. Yeah, he would yeah. do like the little it's classic, <laughs> the little voice. So good. But, okay, so Mario's dad. There are two weird things about this movie for me. So, okay. yeah. so Mario's dad was one of them mm-hmm. because if we look at like worldview and stuff, like the dad didn't like have any care for his son, like trying to do something good with his life because he's like because Mario has this business at the beginning, sure, and he's trying to grow his business and all this stuff, and the yeah. dad's like, I can't believe you're doing this and taking your brother with you. You're like, yeah, 
dragging them down. Well, he's trying to start a business. Like, yeah. like yeah. be supportive in that. Um, but I mean, again, there are things that you shouldn't support your kids. I like, I don't know. Well, or I think, I think it's the thing of, okay, you can have like this safe job where it's all laid out for you, or you can go try to do your own thing. And it's this risky thing, whether it's starting yeah. a business or doing something more creative, your parents like, just go be a doctor. Right. Well, I think there was that point where he said, I'm, I used my entire like life savings to make this commercial. So it better <laughs> okay, work for so us. It's so, so, like, maybe you're making not great decisions, yeah. but yeah, you're right. There's this point where it's like, okay, his son is trying to be basically an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. And his dad is not supporting him in that. Yeah. And again, like, you don't have to support everything that somebody does, but it's like, right. but the way that, like, he's like, it just bashes him and is like, yeah. you're taking your brother with you, like, you're ruining everything. You're yeah. Like, like, that man. seemed really harsh. But okay, I guess this is a spoiler, but at the end, when uh, everything ooh. works out, we'll leave it it's out. a kid's movie, but uh, <laughs> like, the dad's like, oh, I like you now. You're like, wait. Because you saved Brooklyn or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, <laughs> like, only if you do something great do I like you, but That's I'm not going to. Yeah, that was a little sketch. Because, again, he doesn't have to support him, but the way that he, like, talks to him about it, yeah. it could be like, hey, like, did you think this through? Is this a wise choice? Instead, he's like, you are running this man. And you're like, mm-hmm. whoa. That... Okay, so that was the one thing. Okay. And then the little cute star thing from the Mario Galaxy was, movies. Oh, that was bizarro. Yeah. <laughs> just like, so if you haven't seen the movie, there's a little, uh, like a star shine or whatever yeah. from the Mario Galaxy games. And like, and so it's real, it's like a cute thing. But then like the whole time it's just saying like really negative, like depressing things. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, like, uh, the sweet. Kind of horrifying. Oh, yeah. You're really scared. The sweet taste of death or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's the it's only release. You're like. I'm, like it was just it seemed out of place for this movie that was it so did feel a little weird, cheery and like uh, just overstimulating. I think it, were, it, it to me it seemed like they were trying to be funny. Yeah. And oh it, yeah, it, it was just a really cute character. character. Yeah, but it just came off weird. And that was the only time where I was like, "What does my son think of this? Like this talk?" And I think yeah. he just completely ignored it and like Probably. didn't understand. But yeah. It was still a weird moment. So we both have five-year-olds. Yeah. Did your son like it? Was he? Oh, he was so into it. Yeah. Yeah. My, mine too. Like, they gave us po- Did you get a movie poster? Did they have those? Yeah, they had no. little movie posters that they were giving out, and so my son like hung it on his wall. Yeah. And then he'd be, I, he he has yeah, he almost has his on his wall and too. He's like, I can't stop looking at it. Like, <laughs> he'd just be laying there. I was like, go to bed. He's like, I can't stop looking at my poster. That's oh. so, Yeah, he was wanted all the gear afterwards. He oh. has. Like, folder for school that we got him at the beginning of the year but now he wants to use it ah. he didn't want to use it before um he also got some new underwear oh there you go <laughs> oh Mario. man marketing 101 so, yeah but th- i mean so this movie's blowing up i didn't even look but it was number one right i mean like i think it the number one opening like for opening day for kids movies for sure yeah it yeah. blew that out and so it's it's great but what so because like but Puss in Boots had like a great plot and like had some deeper things to yeah. it. Yeah. So why? So I mean, obviously the nostalgia of this because I think like even if you don't have kids, <laughs> like like you you like Mario. Well, that's what I was saying. That's it, true. It, it's it's really for all audiences. Yeah. Yeah. Because every like all of us who grew up with Mario, we want to see what they do with a Mario movie. But then it's geared towards kids, so it's a really good kids movie. So it's like a perfect balance of. 
I want to go to the movies so bad and I never can because I only can see kids' movies. Yeah. Um, and then being able to take my kids with me. So um, what is the worldview in this though? Because we got through it and I was like, there wasn't a whole lot as far what as- we learn? <laughs> and so what we- Yeah. Know, um, I think there's a, a Donkey Kong thing we can think about too. Donkey Kong. Yeah, the, because the- the dad was kind of, he was like a, using him as like a smash guy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, was it, wasn't there a thing where. That's used his girl. <laughs> I like, think hey. there was like some father-son relationship things that we could yeah, a little dive bit into. Just Brotherly love. Yeah. Because Mario oh, like, yeah, for sure. is always looking out for his brother. That's true. Uh, there was one line, I didn't write it down, um, that Peach says, so the. That's another great thing about this movie. She's like, he's like, I'm going on. She said, Peach is going on his journey. And Mario's like, I'm going with you. And she's like, well, first you have to complete this random course. And I push a button. It like comes out of the ocean. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. like, she like completes it and he has to like do it or whatever. But he like keeps doing this. And then she's like, well, you keep getting back up. Like every yes. time he would get knocked down, uh-huh. he would get back up. Hey. <laughs> Get knocked down. Uh, and so, I know the song. <laughs> they should have played that one. But uh, just like his determination, and, like you yeah. see that throughout the movie of like, don't give up. Like m- maybe your dad is against your dreams, and maybe everything, like everybody else is telling you, no, you can't do this. And then even in the Donkey Kong scene where he's just getting obliterated, and it's yeah. like, oh, he's not going to do this. But then he got power ups. So mm. I think the underlying thing is do drugs. Because <laughs> <laughs> that makes you better. Yeah. Mushrooms. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't do drugs, kids. But um, no, but yeah, but he would keep getting back up even when things were like tough and against him like over and over and over. Mm. Like he, like multiple people were telling him like you can't do this. And then he kept doing it. And so I don't know. But I, that probably wasn't my favorite scene in the movie where he's doing all the little, little oh, jumps, yeah, his jumps and stuff. But Little training montage. Oh, so, yeah. So the father son, that, like, what's the worldview for that? Like the father... Son, I don't know if there's a necessarily necessarily like a worldview being portrayed there, but I just think it's an interesting theme that oh. both of the sons were kind of misunderstood by their fathers. Yeah, um, when the whole time they were like, one of the main drivers of the quest is like, I want to make my dad proud. Like that was at least that's what I took from it. And oh. then finally at the end, they made his dad proud, and that was like the biggest achievement for him. Oh, that was the transformation. Oh, okay. I didn't really. You guys didn't get this. Uh, <laughs> no. That's what I said. It wasn't very like plot heavy. Yeah. Um, but it was more just like I think I think the worldview it is pushing. Like if we're gonna say what was the one worldview of Mario, it would be that theme of you don't stop whenever you people keep knocking you back or yeah. you, you keep getting back up again. Yeah. And so is it is does the Bible have anything to say about that? No. What's up? <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, next question. Don't give up. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the, there's no. the whole like run the good race, fight yeah. the yeah. good fight, you know? Cuz yeah, and and that uh, cuz the Bible constantly is about like it's how you finish. It's not how yeah. you get started cuz like count the cost. Like okay, like if somebody's going to go like build a building, they're first going to count the cost and like okay, what is this going to cost me? And like they're gonna look at the end and say, okay, I can do this or I can't. And so I think for Mario, he's like, I can do this. Nobody's gonna be for me, but I'm gonna keep trying this. And mm-hmm. so, but yeah, I mean, that's like a lot of times you see people that did some good things in the Bible, but then 
like fell short. Didn't and it's finish like, well. Yeah, and so yeah, run run the good race yeah. marked out for us. And so yeah, and that's um, I I don't know. I think like overall, you know, with the Mario movie, like it it was it was very positive and encouraging. Like it wasn't. Yeah. There wasn't. I don't think there was any content that was like oh. I mean the well the weird little <laughs> the weird star <laughs> the weird yeah negative star thing but like for the most part it's like oh this is very wholesome and then it's like I got this kind of good thing of like hey get back up when you get knocked down I think there's also something to be explored with Luigi um, oh. because Mario is it's Mario you know yeah. and so he's always seen as like the main character and so but Mario keeps saying to him we're better together yeah and. Even the father saying, you're bringing your brother down. You're dragging mm-hmm. him into these things. And then right at the beginning, Luigi gets separated from him and is basically just like, I'm stuck in this cage the whole time. <laughs> but then at the end, like Mario becomes this like kind of main character. Yeah. And so he could do it without Luigi in a sense, but mm-hmm. he still keeps pursuing him. And then by the end, Luigi kind of comes out of his shell um it's a mario joke <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> blue, and, shell. blue shell and like it really helps him accomplish what he needs to do like it, it wouldn't the ending wouldn't have happened without luigi yeah and so i think there's something there about i mean you could talk about like mentoring or coming alongside somebody not giving up on them you know yeah um and that, yeah because because luigi is kind of a lesser character in all the mario games and stuff and so like for them to kind of like poke fun at that but at the same time but like bring him in yeah as a main because yeah because it's easy to overlook people sometimes but like no everybody has value i think that was Mm -hmm. one of the other things in that it's like everybody has value because even though mario seems goofy or clumsy or whatever like he does have value and so yeah so value others but so i moving on from this i think like as i was thinking about that and like um, cause growing up, cause my, our parents had like lots of, uh, video game stuff for, not lots, but like, like I remember playing Nintendo with dad, like yeah. playing Pebble Beach golf on the old Nintendo <laughs> stuff. But, uh, even Atari, like we had Atari, like this is before your time, but, uh, Atari <laughs> and then Nintendo. And like, I just remember getting a Nintendo and duck hunt and like having a little oh, light yeah. and stuff and like all this stuff. But, um, but I don't know that dad was that into video games and so like I, mm-hmm. I have a question for you guys like how how did your parents support the, like the media stuff that you were into even if they weren't into it because i mean yeah. for me it was video games because like yeah. i remember playing mist do you guys know that game mist i mist. know because M- i watched you play is that the movie M- m-y-s-t <laughs> oh not M-I-S-T. It, was, it was a point and click adventure game and it was no. really tough but i remember just playing that with my dad like we would like try to figure out these puzzles and stuff that were yeah. impossibly hard this was before the internet we could just look up yeah, YouTube so, tutorial. Yeah, so I'd have to like go to Target or Walmart and find the guide to flip through it. And wow. like, oh, this is where I'm stuck. And so, uh, but I remember like doing that stuff with him, but I don't know that he like cared much about it. Like, I don't right. think he would do that if I wouldn't have done that. And so, um, and then I remember like with uh, mom, like listening to Five Iron Frenzy. Um, and uh, that is not her style of music at all whatsoever. But we <laughs> no. were, we, like, we were and on a dad road. even got mad at me for listening to Five wow. Iron Frenzy. Oh, man. Which... We we're on the road. I don't know. I had to. I was driving, so it had to be a high school. And I don't know why. I was dad in the back. I don't know, like of the car. I don't remember. I just remember riding with mom like somewhere long, um, and she would like we were listening to Five Iron Frenzy talking about the lyrics because it wasn't something that I know she wouldn't listen to and right. you know, all that. And so yeah, um, that's what that's 
I have the same experience with mom and dad. I think they both did this super well. And what I want to carry on is like, mom always wanted to discuss like plot or mm. lyrics or things like that. Where yeah, if I went and saw a movie that she was like, she would always say, "Do is that something I want to see?" And I'd be like, "No." And she'd be like, <laughs> "Okay, well then, tell me what happened." And I would like sit with. I just remember like yeah. sitting with her while she was either cooking or we were having breakfast or something and telling her the entire plot and she would get so into it really and ask like so many questions and gasp at all the right spots and i think it got me to like where i this is why i'm here like i love talking about media and i think she's a huge part of that but then but dad my my best memory of dad is the lord of the rings the third movie came out and i had gone to all the premieres the midnight premieres when they still did that yeah before COVID, and <laughs> it was um, the very it was Return of the King the premiere, and nobody could go, none of my friends because it was finals for the next day, and so everybody's parents were like, absolutely not, you have finals the next day, and they our parents somehow knew like how important it was to me. And well, maybe because you had pictures of Legolas in your room and then not, you had like no, Frodo, the, hello. I was not a Legolas person. Oh, sorry. I was a Frodo. Frodo. And then you had like the, the elven script around the top of your wow. room. No, no. <laughs> it was Five Iron Frenzy lyrics were around the top of my room. I had the lyrics to all the songs on my door. <laughs> my closet door. Okay, I anyways. I was weird. I was weird, but was. Am. Um <laughs> so nice. my my dad was like, I would take you. So I don't even know at this point if he had seen all the movies. I think he had. Yeah, I think he had. But he took me to the midnight premiere and stayed up with me so late. And Yeah, because that moves three hours. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Starting at midnight. <laughs> at mid- yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> so that's like one of my fondest memories is just wow. like, I'm here at this Lord of the Rings premiere with all of these like super nerds. And it's like, me and my dad. <laughs> so. And Adrian failed out of school and now she has a podcast. Hey, so. <laughs> you two kids can achieve yeah. it. Great thing. Anything like yeah. that you uh, You're talking about the, the midnight premiere. I remember my dad a couple times taking me to the midnight releases at GameStop for the new Call of Duty games. Oh, oh nice. yeah. And I think there were a couple times where he even let me. The next day after it came out, he let me stay home from school oh, and play it. So That's awesome. So he supported my video game, which I after high school, I didn't play video games as much. But junior high and high school played a lot of video games. Yeah. So, Well, sounds like our parents didn't care about school. That's true. Kidding, but, uh, no, I think there's like a cool balance, no, I, though, yeah, of like what is, is kind of understanding what your kids prioritize. and Or, or like, not prioritize maybe, but like... So when it when is a good decision of how can I support you in this and kind of help you figure out this balance a healthy balance yeah like not letting you play video games all the time we had limits of course yeah sure. um I remember specifically the phrase Nintendo Brain which I still Nintendo use on brain. my own oh, I do too <laughs> like, Nintendo Brain because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> famous is like. I have to stop and I'm like because you're gonna have Nintendo break and I'm like oh no I've turned into mom he's <laughs> like I don't even know what that is I have a Nintendo <laughs> but the switch but, you guys have a switch I know but anyway I think you get a switch which was something you got spanked with yeah I I think you're I think like when somebody's into something or willing to be into something with you is like you've somehow realized that this has value to you yeah and so therefore it it has value to me and, and yeah, and that like if there are parents listening or watching, like that that's a big part of like 
bonding with your kids. Like find yeah. out what they're passionate about and like join them in that. And you yeah. don't have to love it, but like, I mean, I mean, as a youth minister for almost 18, 20 years or whatever, like longer than I, I know more about Pokemon and I've never played a Pokemon game, but like the kids, yeah. are, I don't know yeah. much, that much about it, but like I can carry on conversations with people and then it gets real deep and I'm like, well, uh, you lost me past Squirtle. So, <laughs> but like, but it's like, like, and then even with my own kids, like finding the things that they care about and are passionate about, like, and helping them in those pursuits of like, okay. And then, yeah, being able to have the discussions. Watch a lot of Miraculous Ladybug. I know what that is. I mean, I get so into the show. It's the worst. But I'm like, ah, I'm sucked in. Ah, it's goodness. It's like these high schoolers that have powers in well, every episode. We'll there's discuss a, that on we'll another about it. Forget about it. All right. It's time for a friend for you. All right. Here, the, I, this, was, this was a little while ago in January, beginning of January, but... Florida burglars call 911 to get help moving items stolen from home. <laughs> so they're like robbing a house and the lady like thinks it's a good idea to call 911 to uh get help moving from the police. Yeah. But they call and then like then she maybe thinks it's not a great idea and then like just doesn't say anything. And so then they're worried and they show up they, oh, yeah. no. and they're like, What's happening? And they're like Oh, we need some help moving. And they're like, this isn't your house. And they, oh my goodness. And these people were wanted anyway. That wasn't the best plan. <laughs> yeah. Why would she call 911 in the first place? You know, if you need help moving, like, I can't call move the all police. these boxes. <laughs> Forget moving companies. You can get free help from, the, right. from the police. I I don't know. I wish we had a 911 dispatcher on here because I, I imagine the stuff. Like on nine, the nine one one calls get are like oh, oh yeah. goodness ridiculous. I see some of those like videos on TikTok or whatever where they like yeah have like, people call. <laughs> There's some you're like what? Okay, but I was thinking about this like just I, entitlement, right? Like the worldview of like I can call the cops, like I can call this emergency line to get help moving. First of all, like it's not great. Like like right. just, just thinking that it's not an emergency. Yeah, but then. You're robbing the place and thinking, like, I can get the cops to help me rob the place. <laughs> That's a 200 <laughs> IQ play. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Which would be pretty hilarious, though, if like, the cops are able to move. See, if like, it would have worked, we're like, this person is a genius. Yeah. Yes. You're like, the, okay, are you going to take the silverware? You know, and they're like, well, yeah. we don't know where that is. It's fine. Eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> like, I don't know. We're just the TV. We're but, just yeah. taking the big high item stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're only moving. Yeah, we're, we're only moving these TVs to our house. Cause oh, we need it. But, but yeah. So I don't know. I, if you guys ever had to call nine one one for anything? Oh, I did. Yeah, last. Uh, I think it was last year. Actually, I witnessed a wreck. Oh, oh. yeah. Nine one one called me. <laughs> what? Nine one one called me after I picked up a murderer and gave him a ride. <gasps> but, that's a story for another time. Oh, no, you can't. Oh, teaser. You'll have, you'll have to wait for that one. It's a great story. It is. I still have the voicemail. It's not great for you because it makes you look terrible, but. That's okay. It's pretty funny. You gave a murderer a ride. Yeah. Oh, well, he wasn't a murderer Okay, yet. all right. Tune in next time. <laughs> Tune in next time. <laughs> Here, Jimmy, stuck up me up a murder a ride. What? It's a great story. Okay, I can't wait. This is real view. Um, so. I, yeah, I called. I called. I, I saw a motorcycle wreck one time. Uh, this is before cell phones. I had to like drive to a gas station and call. Oh my goodness! And then uh, I I've called a couple times about suspicious packages because <laughs> I'm like, what if it is a bomb? 
Are you like, serious? So you, yeah. so you called them so the police could help you move this suspicious package. <laughs> I was like, I was the same thing. It's yeah. just baggage. I need you to help me move. Multiple times. It's, he's like, oh, here comes Chris again. This number. His wife's ordering from Amazon. And he, no, not suspicious. in my house. This was like, this was like at an intersection. There was like this duffel bag. Uh-oh. And I was like, it had been there all day. And I was like, you know, what if somebody drives by here that I know and it blows up? So hey. I called the police. But stayed well, around. All right. right. Jimmy, you watched another movie this week. Yes. So you were not... Not <laughs> super happy with it. <laughs> so, so it was called His Only Son. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, the trailer of it. But basically it was the the story of Abraham and Isaac in the Bible. You know, the story of okay. sacrificing Isaac and all the stuff like that. Yeah. And what got me hooked uh, originally, it was in the trailer, it said, from the creators of The Chosen. And so Angel Studios, and me and my wife had just recently started watching The Chosen. I'm like, wow, this is really well produced. We really enjoy this. So we're going to go watch it. And so when we got to the movie, because, you know, we'd watched the trailer, went to the movie, and at the beginning, the director of it, or the guy who made it, he comes out and first he prefaces with, uh, after they had already made the movie, then Angel Studios came in and essentially put their name on it. So the oh. chosen, they didn't help make the movie at all. They just put their name on it at the oh. end. Oh, okay. So this is a bait and switch. Yeah. So oh, completely. They got, that's the reason I clicked, essentially. And so when there, and the other thing he said was, uh, you know, the average budget for a Hollywood blockbuster is $50 million. And talking about the Mario movie, that was $100 million for the Mario movie. Whoa. Okay. So he was talking about $50 million. That's kind of the average. He's like, we did this movie for less than two hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> They're setting up the movie like this. Yeah, they started, and I'm like, this we're, guy. We're just gonna set our expectations low. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally what it was, though. Because if he wouldn't have said that at all, I mean, you might be able to tell it. It was bad. He probably was, but <laughs> it's like so. Just so you guys are aware, this is gonna be bad, and we're sorry. Essentially, <laughs> you guys let that at the end, but if you're yeah, like setting. Like, well, well, and then, so it was not a good movie, and at the end, he comes back, and he's like, if you guys want to support us, one, you can donate, or you can come watch the movie again. Like, first of all, who watches movies again? And I'm not watching yeah, that no, movie no, no. Watch just all the Lord of the Rings movies multiple times. I and mean, like those, but this, it was, yeah, $250,000, and they set up, okay, this was not going to be a good movie. <laughs> That's bizarre to me that it was in the theater like yes. that. Like that seems like a, something you would watch on YouTube or something. Yeah, like a well, because I looked Kickstarter. Uh, thing. I looked at the the chosen how much they spend per episode. Yeah, and it's like one point three million dollars is like on the low end. Oh wow, per Whoa. episode. Okay, and in a Mr. Beast video, he's spending three million dollars per <laughs> per YouTube video, and they spent less than two hundred fifty thousand dollars and made an entire full length movie. Hey, I'm like, is I feel... it a commentary on shot spending? on iPhone? What? Is it a commentary on spending? <laughs> yeah. So really, what I took from this is, and I we, because me and my wife, uh, we looked up reviews of it, and uh, they're actually really good. And I, I'm thinking what it's from is that there's this idea of if it's a Christian movie, then it's good oh. by default. Yeah. And even if it's not an actual good movie, because it's Christian, you talk yeah. about the Abraham and Isaac story. Well, uh, it's it was low budget, but it had a good story. Yeah. And that grinds my gears. Yes. <laughs> that really chased my caboose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so does does Christian art get a pass sometimes? No. Well, no. Oh, okay. When it, when it should. <laughs> okay, yes. Okay. 100%. So Jimmy went on there, one star review, would not see zero again. stars. <laughs> zero stars. This is a bait and switch, especially so, for the bait and switch. Yeah. So in college, I actually took a class called Media, Faith, and Culture, and this was our d- discussion. Like, 
the entire semester. Yeah. So this is an entire semester's worth oh, totally. of discussion. But like what makes art, makes good art and like Christian art. Just talk about Jesus. Yeah. Which, yeah. That's and what makes people it good. set the bar so low and it's like as Christians, we're connected to the creator. Yeah. And we should be making way more art better art than the world can it's because you don't give money to this studio yeah part of the problem <laughs> <laughs> jimmy supported it uh but uh wait we so yeah so our our pastor brett uh on, yeah. on the the one life network channel um they he he made a video about this yeah it's christian aren't bad and like because yeah what you said like i i there's something about like because christian art used to be like it was all Christian art. Yeah. And it was great and beautiful and all this stuff. And then somewhere along the lines, the devil took over. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I uh, know, but it became this thing where like Christian art kind of became like weird and like low budget and like yeah. bad plots and all this stuff. And, like terrible actor, Kevin Sorbo's in every movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's Hercules. Oh, um, I, I, you haven't seen God's Not Dead? Oh, no. I didn't know the name though. No, he's the guy that dies. Um, Spoiler alert! <laughs> you haven't seen God's Not Dead, but yeah, this sorry. guy is spoiled a Christian movie from ten years. In every Christian movie, there's always a guy that dies. Um, yeah, yeah. And he has to come to know Jesus right before he does. Yeah. But and I think that's why I like Lord of the Rings so much. Yeah, yeah. Is when I discovered it for the first time, I I thought to myself, finally, here is something that brings me closer to God. I understand my faith. I understand these big metaphorical concepts in the Bible, but it's done in such a beautiful way that connects with me. That's not blatantly just kind of regurgitating what the Bible already says. Yeah, like, yeah. I could just read the Bible if I want to see that, you know, lived out or something in a movie. But in or it's like I experience that anyway because I'm around Christians or you know things like that. Yeah. But I want to like Narnia and all of those. It's like okay, that is Christians creating really beautiful art that points to God. Yeah, but I, but the thing that like about stuff like this like that makes me mad is because the Bible has great story. Like it's yeah, yeah. the story. Yeah. yeah, and it should be great, and it should like be high budget and all this stuff. Yeah, and so. Oh, I'm still waiting for a David trilogy, and that would be great. Like his early years, the king years, and then the... Well, this guy... There the, was that show. That oh, yeah, the modern, the yeah. modern telling of David. Yeah, it failed. Was it good, know. though? Uh, Budget-wise and, like, art-wise, yes, but it completely botched the story. <laughs> what were you say? Oh, yeah, so the, the director, he's going, his next movie, he's going to be going to the life of Joseph, so... Stay tuned for that one. I'm sure it's going to be great. Okay. Joseph and the Technicolor Dream Job. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Um, oh, gosh. Well, okay. We've got a song real quick. Um, we're going to yeah, sing wrap up Jonas with it. Brothers. Yeah, it's just Waffle a, House. Yeah, it's just a preview of we're going to look at the Jonas Brothers new album that comes out May 11th, I believe, or May 12th. It drops, um, but Drop they like just the released a new one of their songs from their album called Waffle House. So we're just ending on a little light-hearted note uh it's this a very is... simple song i would not even say that it's actually good uh, oh wow. i liked it you did uh, like did it i haven't listened to it yet. okay you had one they, job well they came that out with they they dropped like two songs one a couple weeks ago and i really like that one and i think it's called oh. wings um let me talk about that one 
Okay. Well, because I want to talk about like the whole album. All right. So we're talking but about this the one in House. particular. I, and I thought it'd be funny because uh, like more get to know you questions or whatever. A sibling rivalries <laughs> since we're siblings. But it's just, it really, there's and rivals. The only worldview <laughs> is that they, they grew up brothers, famous brothers. Um, and they're just talking about their, the Waffle House talks about their relationship a little bit being tough. But they always would go to the Waffle House and kind of hash out their issues. So. I did not get that. From I this see a song. lot of people fighting at Waffle House online. <laughs> did you like? I read a like a no. I, I listened to the song it. and then I read through the lyrics. Yeah, I thought it was about their. I I thought it, I didn't realize it was about them. I thought it was about a couple that would fight, but then they would always go brothers no. hash it out. I, I like read a hash meaning behind the song. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so it's about the brothers. You completely missed it. You know, it. having sibling rivalry. You know, just fighting as they were growing up. But they could always kind of hash it out together at the Waffle House. So, like I said, it's a very simple song, but like I think it's a good thing of of like relationships, how to talk them out. Yeah, and if you're gonna fight in public, like Waffle House or Walmart is a pretty good, that's true, one of the perfect places. Places that start with W. (laughs) So you're like, oh yeah, because Waffle House, you're like, oh these are just normal people. Yeah, I mean in a normal Waffle House, like that's that's what goes on. Well, how do you guys deal with conflict? Do you go and uh, talk it out? The Waffle House. You like, talk it out of the Waffle House. You go battle at Waffle House. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I just get mad and then it goes away. <laughs> Woo! No, I'm just kidding. They go away like you have them killed. Yeah, they go. They go away. I just called Jimmy. Like, you know how to get, you get a guy murdered. Um, so no. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, yeah, talking it out is good. I don't have like a. A spot, a talking out spot. That mm. No, I don't. I don't, go to, the Waffle House. I don't go to the Waffle House and yell. <laughs> ah, I need them smothered, covered, blubbered. Um, <laughs> what are you saying? Have you what? never gone to the Waffle House? We can get no. like. I've never been. What? Well, I've taken a road trip. Oh man, because it's kind of the Waffle House. Like, yeah, hash browns. We like. <laughs> there's like a list of like you can get like cheese, and so it's like this like smothered, covered. Like it's all these like different words oh. for like how you get them. Loaded like all this stuff. Heart so disease one oh one. I didn't know. Yeah. Oh god. If you haven't been to Waffle House, that's that's an experience. Uh so so you know you don't get my jokes of why people fight in there because the one time I went Well, I, I can understand. Our cook guy had no teeth. I was like, Well, <laughs> hopefully they're out of my waffles. So <laughs> they weren't. They're the hash browns. Uh wow. so yeah. But no, I I yeah. I, did we find us did we find us siblings? Yes. What? I specifically remember <laughs> channeling what? the beast and yelling, get out. <laughs> wow. Do, you, want time? Do you not remember that? I don't. <laughs> I had to like apologize to you later. What? Because I was like screaming. He's blocked it out. I thought I was being so hardcore because I just like watched Beauty and the Beast or something. <laughs> I don't remember. Why were you mad? No, you always you were messing with me. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> so yeah. funny. No, I don't know. Uh, you have siblings. I do. So, did you uh, do you go to the Waffle House and work out things? No, obviously not, because you've never been. That's but, true. But how did you deal with your sibling rivalries? I don't know. Before, when we were younger, it would definitely be more physical. Like my brother would throw things. <laughs> he was younger, so he couldn't beat me up. So he would throw things. He like threw like a like a ten pound weight at my door and put like a hole. He's a crazy. Golly. <laughs> if he's watching this, Woo! stop it. Get some help. Uh, <laughs> but. When we're older now, uh, and really anyone in my family, I just don't take part in conflict at all. So it's very much hard to get in a conflict with me. 
I just won't argue at all. So there's just no conflict. Mm-hmm. So, so if they're mad at you about something, you're like, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the peacemaker? I, don't know. I am the peacemaker, actually. Okay. Peacemaker? Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm, I don't remember that fight at all. But I mean, uh, we didn't fight that much. I was very young. If I was like, <laughs> I'm going to be like a beast. <laughs> yell at all. Thank you. She was 17. <laughs> yeah, probably. I probably wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> so, all right. Well, work out your different views at the Waffle House. That's yeah. that's the takeaway take take from, from, from today. Nostalgia. Life lesson. Yeah. But no, um, <laughs> I think I, just um, like a, a closing question, just what what is something that you care deep, like what's a media thing you care deeply about and like who has like joined you in that endeavor even though they may not care about it? And if you're a parent, how can you help um, your kids in the things that they're passionate about and like to help them have a healthy relationship with those things and not overly like obsessive stuff. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, leave comments for us. Um, like and subscribe and click that blue check. Follow <laughs> us. That's not even a thing. Follow us on Instagram. So, all right. Thanks. I'm Chris. I'm Adrian. And I'm Jimmy. We'll see you next time.